This is New Bedford's news talk station. The place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Welcome back, second hour here on Friday morning. And uh, a reminder again, if you're just tuning in, that this morning at 9 a.m. over in Whites of Westport, it'll be the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors. Chris and Marcus are going to be there broadcasting live, and they'll still be taking your phone calls. It'll be the, the show like you're used to it, but it'll also be at the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors. So they'll be bringing on some special guests throughout the course of the program to talk about how to protect our seniors. But if you are a senior or someone who cares for a senior and you want to head on over there, I would get there. Make sure you're there right at 9, maybe even a few minutes before, because uh, that free breakfast will be the main attraction at first. Everybody's going to run for that. You want to make sure you get in on that. And then they'll have great speakers. They'll have uh, numerous people set up around the banquet room where you can go around and get all kinds of information and all kinds of goodies to take home with you. They're going to give you a bag for collecting pamphlets and other things that people will be giving away. And, of course, again, the free breakfast. And you'll get to see Marcus and Chris. Some of you may not have seen Chris since the last time he was broadcasting at the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors, which would have been 2019. So it's been a few years maybe since some of you have seen him. So go on out and say hi. They'll be there from 9 to noon. That's the time that the event is also going on over at Whites of Westport. And if you need any more information about that, just call me. Be happy to tell you. And uh, we'll also make sure, too, that um, we have that available as a podcast. So if you don't get to listen live, you'll be able to hear all of the discussion and all of the information that Chris and Marcus will be getting from their special guests. So also later on, we'll be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad. And joining her today is Councilor-at-Large Brian Gomes. We'll talk about some of the committee meetings that went on last week. And we'll talk about some of the work the council has coming up this week as well. And we'll also take your calls at 508-996-0500 or app chat or open line voicemails via the WBSM app throughout the course of the morning. And uh, there's a story that I talked about yesterday And I wrote the story up at WBSM.com and on the app. And you've heard Kate mention it in the news about the bathrooms and and just repeated problems at Pope Park over in Akushnet. So it's not just a matter of that these kids went in and trashed the bathroom the other day, which they did. In fact, if you look at the photos, you think to yourself, well, it's not that big of a deal. They just put a bunch of paper towels on the floor and in the toilet. But it doesn't matter. Somebody still has to go in there and clean all that up. And it's an organization that is run by volunteers. Yes, they have park people that work for the park department, but should they have to be going there and cleaning up after these kids? Should anybody have to be going there and cleaning up after these kids? Just because they want to act like little jerks. So they actually got on surveillance camera some of the boys coming out of the restroom after this happened. Police were notified. Police were investigating. And there was an update posted to the Fairhaven Akushnet Youth Baseball page um, following the story 
Thank you. Thank you all. We have their names and the police are involved. We are just hoping that they will realize that what they are doing is wrong and disrespectful and that they learn from it. Otherwise, the punishment moving forward will be worse. Not all the kids in this group were involved, but unfortunately, I don't think they stepped up and asked them to stop either. So think about that. You know, the the league was upset about the fact that the bathrooms were trashed the other day. They were upset about the fact that it's happened before throughout the course of this season. They had a paper towel dispenser ripped down. They've had other things happen. They've had kids that have been riding around on their bikes way too fast around people that are there with their families and causing problems and swearing. And, and in fact, that led to a complaint to the police previously, according to Chief Richmond. So there's a lot of things that have been going on that the league was just frustrated with and, and, uh, and upset with. But when they find out who these kids are that were involved in this, their approach is, let's give them a second chance. Let's hope that they learn from this. We're more disappointed about the fact that some of the kids that were there didn't step up and tell them that what they were doing was wrong. You know, this is the way that you want to you wanna help kids learn from their mistakes. Should there be consequences? Of course. But not every situation calls for the hardest consequences. You know, I always relate this back to when I was younger and I was spending time with my cousins. I was staying over their house. And I forget what it is that my cousin did, but my uncle was upset. He got mad. Well, he didn't really get mad. He kind of just like sat there and was like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And he made him tell him everything that he did. "Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he looked at him and he goes, you know... I'm not even really that angry. I'm, I'm I'm just more disappointed more than anything. And the look on my cousin's face, like his heart broke when his dad told him that. And I realized that that was, that hurt more. That had more of a, you know, packed more of a punch, for lack of a better term, than if he had actually struck him physically. That really sunk into him. And, you know, my my cousins weren't bad kids. They, they didn't do anything wrong. They were actually kids that got a lot of leeway. In fact, you know, my mom never let us do the things that my aunt let her kids do. If I went over there and I was staying with them, okay, you know, you're under their house, under their roof, you're under their rules, but, you know, don't think you're going to come home and do those same things. But the kids respected instead of feeling like they could just walk all over adults they respected the fact that they were given that leeway and they they acted accordingly but this might have just been you know one time where you know a kid does a dumb thing makes a dumb mistake again i can't even remember what it was but just seeing the way that those words had that impact and 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 the way that it resonated and maybe that's what happens with these kids too maybe the fact that you know the adults are telling you like look like this is just stupid. And we thought you were better than this. Like we thought you were better kids than would go in and make a big mess in a bathroom with paper towels and swearing and riding bikes too fast around little kids and all that kind of stuff. Come on, guys. We thought, that you know, your parents raised you better than that. And maybe that'll work. But as it says in the post, you know, future problems will have consequences. But I'm glad they didn't go right to those consequences. They didn't go right to, you know what, these kids need to have this show up on their on their record. These kids need to have this be something that's used against them later. They just said, 
You did a stupid thing. Stop being stupid. And uh, and hopefully that works out. 508-996-0500. There's probably a moment like that in your life, right? There's probably a moment in your life where you made a mistake and you learned from that mistake and you were a better person for it. And uh, and, and I'll share one of mine in, in a few moments. But right now we have a caller on the line, so let's go to the phones. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Okay. Listen, I, I don't know if I only caught part of what you had said before, but is there a, um, the, the deal special today about um, going to the vineyard? Yes, the Sea Street Ferry, the, there'll be a uh, Seize the Deal going on sale this morning at 9 a.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. And when you go there, you'll be able to get a round-trip pass on the Sea Street Ferry to Martha's Vineyard for thirty nine fifty. Wow. But you got to jump on that because those will sell out very quickly. Oh, I know, but it's my granddaughter's birthday. No. Oh. great-granddaughter, I should say. Well, I think oh. maybe luck is on your side then and you'll get through. I hope so. So what's the, what is the number again? You you have to do it online through SeizeTheDeal.com. Seize the Deal. Okay, is that through the station or is just Seize the Deal? Just straight up SeizeTheDeal.com. And, and and it may, when you go to it, it may not say New Bedford on the top. Um, if it doesn't, just click on whatever the city is next door. It says Seize the Deal and change that to New Bedford. And you'll see the C-Streak deal go on sale. Okay. And it's it's limited. You're limited to only being able to buy two per person. So if you if you need more than two, try to get some, some other family members or friends to jump on as well. Okay. All Thank right. You. Good luck. Yep. Have a good day. And uh, that is one of the many great deals on sale at SeizeTheDeal.com. We've got a bunch right now. We've got more going up on sale later on today, including the old Grist Mill and Seekonk. That'll be going on sale at noon. But the Sea Streak Fast Ferry deal is going on sale Today at 9 a.m. So make sure you get there because those do go quick. In fact, I tried to get myself one last time because, you know, we, we have to buy them just like anybody else. And I went to go get one. And by the time I got to the break and I went to go buy psh, gone. So make sure that you are ready. I always say if it's going on sale at 9, get on the website at 8.55 and just keep hitting refresh until it tells you that the deal is live. And then hopefully that gets you in. And that allows you to buy, again, two per person is the maximum. And you also can only use two per visit. So uh, keep that in mind. You know, if you come with a party of four and everybody has a voucher, they're they're only going to take two of those. So you can read all the information, all the restrictions, all that kind of stuff at SeizeTheDeal.com. And I told you I would tell you the time that I had one of one of those moments where the fact that I had disappointed people hurt more than any punishment they could have give. I was about four or five, I think I was about five years old and we went to New Hampshire for vacation, which we used to go when I was a kid, we would go to this campground up in North Conway and we would go to some of the gift shops and the different amusement parks and all that stuff. And I walked into this gift shop with my parents and I was wearing a jacket and I'm walking around looking like at all this little, all these little trinkets and everything. And I'm like, oh, oh, I want to get one of these. Oh, I want to get one of these. And I'm like kind of grabbing all the things that I want to ask my mom and dad if I can have. And it got to be that my hands were full 
and I didn't have enough room to keep picking up more stuff that I wanted to, to see if they would buy. So I t- took some of the stuff that were in my hands and I just shoved it in the, the pockets of my coat. Didn't intend on stealing it, but I intended on, you know, not having to carry it all in my hands till I got up to the register. And so I'm like, I remember thinking in my head, like, all right, putting this in my pocket, don't forget it. Like, I want to make sure. And one of them was a, you know, those little stuffed fuzzy chicken things that have like the uh, pipe cleaners for legs. I don't know if you remember seeing those or anything. Like one of those, I remember that being one of the items. Shoved them in my pocket. And we go up to the register, whatever was in my hands, my parents bought for me or told me I couldn't have, whatever it might have been. And then we get in the car and we start driving down the road and I put my hand in my pocket and then I find the little chicken in there and I pull it out of my pocket and I just start crying because I I didn't mean to steal it, but I had stolen it. And I was crying and crying and crying and crying. And my parents were like, okay, well, hold on. We're going to turn around. We're going to give you the chance to go back and explain what happened. And I went back in and I told the person who worked in the store that I was sorry. I didn't mean to take it. I just put it in my pocket. And hold on. And I'm like crying and crying. And if I think if I remember right, the person was like, well, it's okay. Just take it. Just take it. But I just felt so bad. And to this day... Whenever I go shopping in a store, if I'm carrying things in my hands, like I'm like, all right, nope, got to get a cart, <laughs> got to get a basket, got to get something. Can't can't revert back to five year old me and be like, let me just put this in my pocket. So it was um, it was one of those mo- it was one of those emotional moments that just stuck with me. And so you know, nobody has to worry about me being a shoplifter because the guilt that I felt when it happened accidentally, I don't think I could ever do it on purpose. 508-996-0500. We'll take a break and be back in a few moments. You know, I didn't give you your bear update yet today. It's 728 in the morning. Here is your bear update. So yesterday we had the story at WBSM.com and on the app that uh, there was a a guy who put in, and I don't know if I want to blame the original poster that put this up on Facebook or not, but he put up in a, in a Pembroke, well, he tagged Pembroke in there. So Pembroke residents saw this post. Uh, that he said, environmental police just shot the bear across the street from my house. And this was Wednesday night. He said, environmental police shot the bear across from my house. Now this, you know, a bit of the telephone game, this turned into people saying the bear was shot and killed. Uh, I thought that it was kind of odd that they would shoot the bear and not tell us. And even if they had tranquilized darted the bear and relocated it, I thought we would we would hear something about that. So I reached out to Mass Wildlife. I spoke to the district manager, Jason Zimmer, and he told me that it's not true. That as far as he knows, they've never shot a bear. He says they very rarely have they had to relocate a bear. They just let it come through and do its thing, and it moves on. 
what happened was they shot some bean bags at the bear just to scare it away because it was close to some goats and it wanted to scare it away. Now, this original poster was telling us the bear got into a chicken coop and that there was video of it. We still haven't, nobody's posted the video. So I think it was a lot of, you know, as what happens, people just make stuff up. And then we have to go and bother the authorities to find out if it's true. We had it happen with the, the van the other day that was apparently trying to kidnap kids or the in Target and Wareham, the, the people trying to kidnap kids with the police saying we can't do anything about it. People just make stuff up. And then people get mad when we write the rumor killer articles that say don't worry about it. Everything's okay. We talk to people. Well, you're just saying what they want you to say. Right, because police want kids to get kidnapped, and and uh, the people who are protecting bears want to want to shoot bears, like people who spend their whole life studying bears and love bears. They want they they just can't wait for their chance to get out there and shoot the bear. So you can read that story at wbsm.com and on the app and get all the details. But don't do that right now because now you're going to get all the news of the day with Kate Robinson in the WBSM newsroom, and you're running out of time to get it with me. A government official's house was vandalized and set on fire by a mob in the Indian state of Manipur. Junior Foreign Minister R.K. Rajan Singh's office said on Friday his house was set ablaze by protesters in the state capital of Impal. The attack on the minister's house comes after weeks of violence between members of the predominantly Christian Kuki ethnic group and the majority Hindu group, the Metes. Neither Singh, his family, nor the house's caretakers were harmed in the attack. President Volodymyr Zelensky says Russia will lose the war if Ukraine's counteroffensive succeeds. He took a moment to sit down with NBC's Richard Engel. Our heroic people, our troops, who are now at the front line, are facing very tough resistance. To lose this campaign to Ukraine, I would say, actually means losing the war. He said it's generally positive, but difficult. Zelensky also blames Russia for blowing up a dam and flooding dozens of villages, which Russia denies. He says the next target is the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Meanwhile, Kyiv has claimed some gains in the beginning of its campaign, but there's no breakthrough yet against the tough Russian defense. The U.S. Department of Justice is expected to reveal the results of a years-long investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department this morning. The investigation was launched after the death of George Floyd at the hands of former MPD officer Derek Chauvin in 2020. Investigators are looking at whether the department engaged in any unconstitutional practices related to its policies, handling of misconduct allegations, and use of force. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is traveling to Beijing this weekend. Blinken's trip marks a rare high-level meeting between the U.S. and China in a period of heightened tension. His visit helps pave the way for additional meetings, including a potential one-on-one between President Biden and his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping later this year. The Chicago police sergeant who was in charge of the botched raid on the home of Anjanette Young is out of a job. Perry Williams reports. The Chicago Police Board voted 5-3 to three in favor of firing Alex Walensky for multiple rule violations and a failure of leadership in the case. Former CPD Superintendent David Brown had recommended his firing. Young was the victim of the bot's raid in February 2019 when officers forced her to stand handcuffed and naked as they searched her home. She sued the city and 12 officers and received a $2.9 million settlement. I'm Perry Williams. 
The U.S. military can now develop and operate out of bases in Papua New Guinea. The South Pacific Island nation's agreement with Washington is part of a landmark security pact supporting U.S. efforts to outflank China in the Pacific. The U.S. will now be able to station ships and troops at six key ports and airports. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has deployed state emergency resources following a tornado that devastated the town of Perryton. The storm left a trail of damage through the Panhandle town, leaving at least three people dead and dozens injured. Governor Abbott asked Texans to pray for those who were impacted by the storm. Pope Francis has returned to the Vatican after being discharged from Rome's Gemelli Hospital. The 86-year-old Pope was recovering from abdominal surgery and left the hospital in a wheelchair today. On his way out, he spoke with well-wishers and medical staff who had gathered at the entrance to say goodbye. Most of Colorado is free of drought. The U.S. Drought Monitor's latest report shows that less than 8% of the state is abnormally dry or experiencing moderate drought. Those conditions exist in small pockets around Lake County in the northeast and southeast corners of the state. One year ago, nearly 99% of the state was experiencing some form of drought. Spotify is ending its podcast deal with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Michael Kastner reports. I'm Meghan. And this is Archetypes. A joint statement from Harry and Meghan's company says they've mutually agreed to part ways. Twelve episodes ran in the podcast called Archetypes, which began last August in a deal estimated to be worth $25 million. In December, Archetypes was voted best podcast at the People's Choice Awards. The BBC says the royal couple reportedly failed to meet the productivity benchmark required by Spotify, but that Markle was continuing to develop more content on another platform. I'm Michael Kastner. In sports, two legendary baseball rivals, the Red Sox and the Yankees, are set to play today at Fenway Park. The game begins tonight at 7.10. Now for a look at local forecast from ABC6. Hazy sunshine will lead to increasing clouds for your Friday. It will be warm and a little bit muggy with a high of 82. For tonight, a chance of showers or thunderstorms developing mainly after midnight, your low near 60. Saturday, cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, your high near 68. And for Sunday, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and a high near 70. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News. Talk station 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 65 degrees and partly cloudy. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. <laughs> If you want to call in and get involved in the discussion, you can also send us app chat messages or open line voicemails on the WBSM app that we can play on the air. A reminder that coming up uh, after the 8 o'clock news, we'll be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor-at-Large Brian Gomes. We'll talk about a number of things that are going on in the city and uh, with the City Council. So if you haven't read it yet, Barry Richard has the story up at WBSM.com and on the app. Uh, about Carly Teft, the singer who was, it's it's being portrayed that she was canceled 
by and, and I don't think you're canceled if one place cancels a gig. I mean, I guess technically it's a cancellation, but I don't think like this is hurting her career. In fact, it's probably helping her career. But he has the story up at WBSM.com and on the app where you can not only read it for yourself, but you can hear his interview with Carly yesterday that he did on the program. And I will tell you this. We reached out to the Harvest Gallery, the place where she was supposed to be performing that that canceled her appearance. And we haven't heard back. From what I've seen, it doesn't seem like anybody has gotten a comment from Harvest Gallery. Their Facebook page is shut down. Their Instagram page is shut down. Now, here's here's where I have a problem with this story. Okay, first of all, and if you haven't heard, basically what happened was Carly Teft is a young singer-songwriter from the Cape. She's moved down to Nashville, but, you know, she's originally from, from Sandwich. And she has performed at this place before, the Harvest Gallery in West Dennis. And she had some appearances booked. She then sang the national anthem at a Donald Trump rally. And when the owner found out that she did that, he canceled her appearances at the Harvest Gallery because he said, and again, this is all according to what Carly Teft has said, that his customers would feel threatened. Now, I'm going to put out the caveat that nobody has put out yet. And that's that we've only been told one side of the story. So we're taking her at her word, and I have no reason not to believe her. I know some folks who know her and said she's she's a great person. That she's uh, that her, her, her faith in God is very important to her. So I have no reason to believe that she would lie. But maybe maybe it might have been misconstrued, or maybe maybe she was so sh- excuse me so shocked by the fact that this was happening that she didn't quite hear it exactly. So I would like to hear Michael Pearson, the owner of the Harvest Gallery, you know, come forward and give us the actual reason as to why he did this. But the other thing that bothers me about this is the hypocrisy that happens so quickly from conservatives when something like this happens. If he called her up and said, I can't have you play here because my customers would be threatened, I think that's a lame, dumb thing to say. And if your real thought and feeling on it is, I really just don't want you to play here because I don't like Donald Trump and I don't like the fact that you performed at a Donald Trump rally. Say that. And and here's the thing. I keep hearing and I heard Barry say it yesterday and I've heard other people say it. Everybody, she's being kept from being able to have a job. Her political views, which aren't even necessarily her political views, it's just who she performed for and that if anybody was asked to perform the national anthem at a Trump rally, they would do that. And I, I don't falter. I wouldn't, you know, want to go up there and introduce them on stage. But if I was somebody who was a singer and I had a product I was trying to bring to people and, and I was trying to get people turned on to my music, of course, what a what a great audience. And as you know, anybody that goes to a Donald Trump rally supports all the people that show up at the Donald Trump rally. So you're going to get a bunch of downloads, people buying your albums. It's a no-brainer if you're an artist, whether you support him or not. Now, some people say, but I don't support him, so I choose not to align myself with him. And that's okay, too. But what I find odd here is that, first of all, people are, are, are jumping all over this guy without hearing his side of it first. 
which I think is a mistake. And his side might be stupid. It might be dumb. But at least we have to hear it first. Secondly, this is not a job. She is not being prevented from having a job. This is a gig. This is being able to go to this restaurant and perform. And I saw someone commenting on social media saying, you know, this person has to understand that this isn't a privilege that he is bestowing upon her. This is her right to perform her music, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. That is not what any of this is. When a person has a music venue, they get to choose what performers they want to have perform at the music venue. And they don't have to give you a reason why they don't want you there or if they have you booked, why they cancel you. If, if they, uh, what, what, what is your agreement? What is your contract? Is your contract I can cancel you? Or is your contract I will pay a penalty if I cancel you? That's really all that it matters. He doesn't have to say why he wants to cancel her. He doesn't have to have a reason why he wants to cancel her. It's a gig. He could want to cancel her because one of his friends is coming to town and he wants to give that person the stage the night. I mean, you think of that situation, you call and reschedule, but still, it could be any reason why he can just cancel her. And if they have a contract that says she gets paid even if he cancels, then, then that's the case. But if they don't, they don't. So it's a gig. He's not keeping her from having a job. He's not keeping her from making a living. She can go perform somewhere else that night. According to her, and again, everything that we know is all according to her, but according to her, what she told Howie Carr was, he said, you can still come here and eat and drink anytime that you want. Like, I'm not banning you from my restaurant. I just don't want to put you on my stage. And everybody's outraged about this because, you know, oh, well, he can't decide who he wants to have on his stage just based on their political views. Okay, but it's all right for a baker to say, I don't want to make a wedding cake for a gay couple. The same conservatives who've been saying, you know, free enterprise, capitalism, you have a business, it's you do what you want with your business, you decide who you want to serve and who you don't want to serve, chooses not to give a stage to a person that he might not agree with, he has that right. And she's getting tons of publicity out of it. She's better off than she would have been if she was performing at the Harvest Gallery. But where it's going beyond, callers will get to you in one second, where it's going beyond is now he's had to shut down his Facebook page, shut down his Instagram, at least the last time I tried to refresh them about 20 minutes ago, because people are probably going on there leaving bad reviews and dumb comments and all of that. They're upset that he canceled somebody, so what are they doing? They're canceling him. You're so hypocritical. And I've seen some of the other performers that are cert that are performing there on their Facebook pages they're going into those com into the comments on those posts and saying, you shouldn't perform here. You shouldn't perform here because they silence people in their views. Well, why would you want to stop this person? You're so worried about her not getting a, a, a gig, not getting paid for the night, not getting the, the 50 bucks she probably gets to go up on stage, that you're going to go stop other people from doing it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. Oh, hold on. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How you doing? Hey, um, good, good. Thank you, Tim. You know, a problem I have is, yeah, I, I am. I tend to lean more to the right. I would call myself a more of a libertarian, who just uh, 
wants less government and, and you know, I'm not a tax and spend liberal, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like the crazy conservative uh, side either. For instance, you just mentioned about someone not making, wanting to make a cake for a gay couple. I think that's ridiculous. I personally hate to be lumped into a certain mindset of folks, too. For instance, I had a picture taken with Scott Brown at one point. I had a close friend that I actually was a roommate with look at me and say, wait a minute, what's going on here? I'm like, what do you mean? What, what? I met Scott Brown. I took a picture. Does that make me a bad person? He's a, he was it, a U.S. It, senator and an ambassador, and he's never done anything that would make you, you know, want to not take a picture next to him. Exactly. And the same thing with Joe Biden. I do not agree with anything that's going on. You have to admit to him, and I'm not asking you to, but there's a lot of craziness right now. When he gets up there on the podium or he gets in front of a camera and his microphone and starts to speak, it, it, there's, there's a lot of things that just aren't right. But you know what? If someone came with a picture and said, hey, look, I was with the president, you know what I'd say? Hey, that's pretty cool. And so it's there's a big difference here. People that hate Trump, no matter what, you just mention the name and they give you the hairy eyeball. It's like, okay, I supported what he did for the country. I agree with a lot of people. I didn't like what he did. So, But these people, I, I mean, I'll be curious to see. I'm bringing this all back to about what's going on with this woman who was going to have that gig all summer long and now has been canceled. I, I'd like to know, just for the sake of knowing, doesn't change anything in my life, but just for the sake of curiosity, I'd like to know if he was that warped, if that's the case, and thought, you know what, you sang at a Trump rally, which to me, I think that's pretty neat, too. The guy was the president of the United States. He, he's running for president now. I think it'd be the same thing if you sang at a Joe Biden-type rally. This is what I mean. It's like it's so like either or now you can't even be in the middle anymore and just support the fact that, hey, that's pretty neat. You took a picture of somebody who's, you know, a pretty important person and you got there and you were right there and you're both smiling and he thumbs up. I think that's neat no matter who it's with. It's just it's just we can't even agree anymore on to say that was a neat event. I may not agree politically with that person, but what you did what is pretty monumental. You get where I'm going with this. I, I do, but also at the same time, I think that the the same folks who have been railing against, you know, businesses should be able to run businesses the way they see fit. They shouldn't have all these other things coming in. They they should be able to make the decision about who they want to have perform on their stage and who they don't. Someone actually made the comment of, well, what's next? They're going to tell you what kind of songs you can play. That happens all the time when you audition for them to play at their show. They say, what are you going to play? Because maybe maybe they don't want somebody who's going to go up there and sing a bunch of songs with swears in them. Maybe they don't want somebody who's going to go in there and sing political protest songs. Maybe they don't want somebody who's going to sing country music when they're a rock and roll bar. There's all kinds of restrictions that they put on people's performances. But, but Tim, you have to admit the timing of this is a little bizarre. And what we're hearing, you know, if, if this is true, then there is a sickness there. Okay, you're staying at a Trump event. So now I'm not going to have you there because I'm, I, I don't like Trump. Or if this, if that's the case, I can't, Tim, I can't I'll, say I'll, that there definitely is. I can because I've only heard her side of it. Well, she seems like a pretty straight, straightforward woman, and and you know uh, Taylor was talking about it yesterday, and, and and Taylor he carries a lot of clout with me, and always has. So we'll see what happens. You know, let, let's we'll we'll see what happens. Sure. All right. Thank you for the call. Right. Thank have a good you, day. Tim. Callers, yeah, you too. callers, hang on. We will get to you. I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Right back to the phones, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Mr. Wise. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Well, I'm okay till I heard you a few minutes ago. I could have made a lot of money betting that you would be saying stuff like this. You have to micromanage every little thing. First, you said the guy has a right to have who he wants performing at his place. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And he did accept her. She already had the gig. She'd been and there before. He canceled it out. 
He canceled it out, and you know why. You know why, Tim. But well, you've got to come I'd, out here and go. Like, you've got to go against the grain, right? I'd like to hear it from him, but based on uh, but based on uh, what she is saying is the reason. I think that's course. a dumb. I think that's a dumb reason. Of course, you have to say that because that's who you are. If that man because that's if, who I am because I want to know what somebody actually thinks before I assume you, what they you think. You heard the story already. If I heard her version of the well, story. You know, if Donald Trump went to the Alianza restaurant. You'd probably stop going there, right, Tim? I would go there, and I would recommend that he has the octopus. No, you wouldn't. You'd probably say, I can't believe they served Donald Trump. I'm not going there. No, no I wouldn't. Uh, that wouldn't bother me in the least. No, because right now it's your job to advertise a restaurant. I'm not stupid. You're getting paid. I mean, I'll pick, pick a place I don't advertise if he went there. That wouldn't stop me from going there. And you know damn well why that guy canceled that girl out. You need to accept it. Are you that far left? You're that bad? That no, you have what, to what I am is somebody who wants to hear both sides of the story before I but accept you something know as true. You, you already know. You know. The and fact and, that and like, you missed the part, apparently, where I said, and if that is the reason that he gave her, that's a stupid reason. Well, he, she had the gig. She had it. He gave it to her, and then he canceled it. It's plain to see why he did Okay, it. but that's his choice. Yeah, but it's idiotic. Cause now look. Okay, so 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 the baker that didn't want to make the wedding cake for the gay couple should he have had to make it for them? They listen to me. If a person comes into your business and you're there to serve the public, why would you turn anybody away? Because maybe because some people choose to do that. They are. Maybe some why? people why? choose to do that. Why would you? Do, I'm sure that people that go to all your favorite restaurants, Tim, they have a wacky life going on, but they're still being served. Because the biggest I mean, stones are going to lose People money. give you meals when you go out, so. so. This guy is going to regret what he did. And, and maybe he does. Maybe he does. But it's, it's his business to be able to do with well, it what he wants. Yeah, it's his business to be a moron. He had to shut down Instagram, Facebook. Why did he do that? Because morons have to go there and leave all kinds of stupid comments. Well, let him take his comments. They have a right to complain, don't they? You want to silence everybody? Not if you're going to go put fake reviews of a place or have something that doesn't, okay, that doesn't have okay. to do with the now actual you experience. Have to prove it. You have I, to prove those fake reviews. I said the I same thing. I said today. the same thing when people were putting up fake reviews last year about the restaurant in Tiverton that put up the Anne Frank post. I said, you know, that's not the way. You're not supposed to go to Yelp and leave negative reviews well, unless you've actually gone there and had a negative experience. Anybody with half a brain would see right through those kind of things. People posted the beer got shot. He never got shot. You got to see through that stuff. Some people are mentally ill. Some, th- some people call into the stage that are mentally it's, ill. It's, it's very plain to see what this guy did, Tim. I'm sorry I have to disagree with you. That's the way it is. All right. Well, you have, you have a wonderful day now. Have a nice weekend. Thank you. You too. Take it easy. 508 996 0500. But I got to take one final break of you. A couple of quick 